Hey friend, which do you find yourself asking most often these days as you juggle all the things between midlife and business? Is it, what time is it? Or what is it time for? I know they're so close. It may seem like that one extra word in a little different order hardly matters, except it matters very much. And it's exactly why if you're asking one of these questions more than the other, or one not as much as you should, you probably feel like you're chasing the clock all day long, trying to make up for lost time, rather than receiving the gift of time and embracing it. So, which question is which? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? You gotta listen in to find out. And I guarantee that will be time well spent so that your time will be better invested in that priority you identified last time in episode 207. Are you ready to discover the answer to making time for what matters in life or business once and for all? Good. I'm here for it too. So let's take the time to do it now. Did you know busy is not just a disordered calendar or to-do list? It's a disordered heart and a well-ordered life flows from a well-ordered heart that's focused on him. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast, the go-to place for busy Christian women juggling all the things in midlife and business. From launching kids to aging parents, caring for your needs to serving your clients, investing in relationships to serving in your community. Oh, and keeping up with the laundry, the dishes, and the dirty floors. Honestly, it's a lot to balance. No wonder you feel like you never have enough time. All the time management gurus out there will tell you, you just need to get more organized. And chances are you've tried all the things, the planners, the programs, the all start Monday plans, but they never worked, at least not for very long. That's because those don't get to the heart of your busyness. Here, you'll learn how to build a with God life and business and go from busyness to fruitfulness in this season. And it starts in your heart, not in your calendar. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management expert, priorities protector, and recovering should-do list girl. I've been leading, teaching, and coaching Christian women for over 25 years, and I've been right where you are, controlled by all the shuns, expectations, obligations, and distractions. But then, God showed me how to redeem my time with faith at the center to let who I am and whose I am guide how I use my time. I'm here to share with you how to use His truth along with time management tools to discover you really do have all the time you need for what you're called to. You just need someone to show you the way. Open up your heart and calendar, because I'm going to show you how to redeem your time and stop believing there's never enough. Are you ready? Girl, if I had a dollar for every time I've heard a busy Christian woman juggling lots of things in midlife say, if only I had time, then I'd write the book, record the podcast, launch the program, start the business. Let's just say I would be rich. Now, lest you think I'm pointing the finger, to be completely honest, a lot of those dollars would have come from my own mouth too, back in the day. Because time seems to be that elusive thing that is always just out of our grasp, especially when we feel that prompting of the Holy Spirit to step out in faith and take a step towards that thing he's laid on our hearts. And for good reason, because the enemy of our souls loves anything that keeps us far from the promised land. If he can keep us busy and distracted, or at the very least, plant the lie in our heads that we don't have time, or that it will take more time than we have, guess what? He wins. 
All he has to do is put that doubt in us, and we have no problem running with it in the wrong direction, aka away from what God is saying is true about our calling and equipping, which includes our time. I've even heard well-intentioned Christian women, myself included, say, I'm just waiting on God, as if suddenly we're going to wake up one morning and there will be a yellow brick road leading from our bed through the house to our office where our laptop sits to write that book, or out the front door and down the road to that cute little shop that just put up a for rent sign to open up the coffee shop. And then suddenly we think we're going to have all the time in the world to do that thing that he's put on our heart. I hate to break it to you because I had to learn the hard way too. That's not how God works. Over and over, I've seen women step out in faith when it wasn't crystal clear and when their calendar was already overflowing to move in the direction of his leading. And as they continued to take one step after the next, things got clearer and clearer and they found a way to make the time and make it happen with God. Don't let waiting on God when he's already started speaking be your excuse for why you can't take the step or can't block the time. Because when it's from him, he supernaturally provides and multiplies all that we need to see it come to fruition, and in less time than we imagined. So don't let the fact that you don't have clarity or don't have time be the if-only giants that keep you from trusting the one who gives you all the time you've ever needed and ever will need, and is beyond time himself. And that, my friend, is why I'm inviting you to grab your spot at the virtual If Only Conference 2024 happening just three days from today on January 19th. We're going to rethink your excuses, identify your Holy Spirit prompting, schedule your time, and execute your plan with God and see his faithfulness produce fruitfulness. Does that sound familiar? It should, because that's all related to how we've been breaking down the rise steps to redeem our time in the new year. So if you want to stop letting your perceived lack of time or clarity be your excuse as to why another year passes you by and you're still in the same place. The If Only Conference is where you want to be. And yes, you get access to the replay so that way you can keep growing even after the conference is over. Better yet, I wanna encourage you to add the VIP implementation coaching session at checkout and take your new vision to the next level and start giving it your time and attention and see what God does. Just promise me, you won't let if only be your excuse. So right now, go grab your spot at ifonlyconference.com or use the link in the show notes. And be sure to share it with some business besties or your sister and sister-in-law or teammates or friends, anyone who wants to grow past the if onlys this year too. Guarantee, if you don't make the time to register now, you'll be saying, if only I had attended the conference this time next week when we start sharing what God did and what he's doing. So let me just say, if you're sitting there waiting for the time to step into what he's put on your heart, it's not just going to magically show up. You need to, in faith, make the time. Speaking of which, that's exactly the gap that lies between identifying your priority and seeing it happen. Making the time, right? Because if it's not scheduled, it doesn't happen. For way too long, you've been hoping you'll find the time for all the things, You know, all those personal and professional tasks you're responsible for all day long that fill piles of post-its and scores of notepads in other random places, including your head. But here's the truth. Time never just magically appears. 
especially when you're intentionally building relationships and ministries and businesses, because girls like us find we rarely have time left over after it's all said and done. In fact, it probably feels like it's never said and done because you're always chasing that to-do list. Am I right? And if I know you, because I was you, most days you feel scattered, stretched, and stressed about your time because you've got more checkboxes than you do hours in the day. And no matter how much you want that thing to happen, something or someone always seems to hijack your time, leaving you exhausted at the end of another day when you wonder what you even accomplished since the time you woke up. But what if it doesn't have to be that way? What if you could wake up each day with a clear picture of where you will invest your time that day because you've already identified your priorities and scheduled your time blocks and now just need to execute your plan? Now, we all love it when a plan comes together, but we know it's not always exactly the way we envision it. So more on that in our next episode. For today, we're going to focus on this middle step that so many people miss. Because once you rethink your time, not as something challenging to grasp and elusive to maintain that you're constantly chasing, but as a gift from God that is abundant and precious to be received and stewarded wisely. And then once you identify your priorities, because you recognize you can't do it all, or at least can't do it all well, it's tempting to jump right into the executing, AKA the doing. But without the step we're focused on today, your doing will be pretty random and your time may not even cover what you just said mattered. So let's dive into how to schedule your time blocks so you're no longer hoping, wishing, or willing time into existence, but intentionally making time for your priorities. Because the key to redeeming your time is this simple time blocking tool I'm going to share with you today that creates space in your calendar, AKA time, for what matters. But first, we need to rethink our view of time. Ecclesiastes 3.1 says, For everything there is an appointed time and an appropriate time for every activity on earth. I love those words the Net Bible Translation uses. An appointed time and an appropriate time. Appointed because all our chronological time, aka our minutes, hours, days, weeks, all of it is ordained by God. And appropriate because it is the right moment for the right purpose that's bigger than what fits into our calendars. Which brings me to the two questions I teased you with in the intro today. What time is it and what is it time for? Again, the difference seems subtle, but actually it has a huge impact. So let's get ready to ask the right question. But first, you need to understand that time doesn't always mean time. Let me explain. Unlike in English, where we just have one word for time, In Greek, there are two separate words for time. The first is chronos, time which is measured by our clocks and our calendars. It's where we get words like chronology and chronicle and chronic. It is time that is driven, as in a forced march. Have you ever heard the phrase, time marches on? And the question that chronos asks is, what time is it? One you probably ask on repeat on the daily because you're always looking at your watch or your phone clock or your digital calendar. Am I right? But what happens when we're always looking to our clocks and our calendars? We're always chasing the clock, never feeling like there's enough time because it's passing too quickly and always eludes us. That's because Kronos time is fleeting. So how often are you focused on the clock or calendar? Not that it's wrong to be aware of the time of the day or the day of the week or month, 
but is that what drives you? And is that knowing what makes you feel less than, like you're always running to catch up or try to get ahead of it? This is precisely why when I purchased a new watch with some Christmas money recently, I chose one intentionally without numbers and even without lines or dots on the face, which drives my daughter crazy, but I love it because it gives me enough of a sense of the time without feeling like I'm counting the minutes and seconds. And right before I purchased it, I had read a story about a man from Africa talking to a man from the United States and said, in the West, you have clocks, AKA Kronos, but here we just have time, AKA the other kind of time we'll get to in a minute. And which do you think is better for the soul? So the second Greek word for time is Kairos, time which is seen as an opportunity, a season, a moment. This time is a gift to be embraced and received, not something to be conquered and achieved. It is that which is pregnant with purpose. And the question that Kairos asks is, what is it time for? It's about being present to the gift of the moment and knowing what the time is right for. Play, work, sleep, love, worship, listening. Kairos time holds significance beyond itself. It is a gracious gift. It is abundant, it is always enough, and it is full of meaning. So how often do you ask, what is it time for in this moment? What does God have for me in this time? So now that you've heard both, Kronos, what time is it? And Kairos, what is it time for? Which question do you think as Christians we should be focusing on? Especially it's those who understand that time is a gift on this earth to prepare us for eternity. Yes, Kairos. What is this time for? And so Ecclesiastes 3 verses 2 through 8 lists out some of those times. But what about your time in your day to day? Do you ask what time it is and run to catch up or try to stay ahead? Or do you ask what it's time for and slow down to be fully present in the moment? I would encourage you to do the latter. And so with this right perspective on our time, we must still be intentional with how we use it. Because like I always say, if it really matters, it will show up in the way you spend your time. And if you no longer want your time to be hijacked by the tyranny of the urgent, you will think ahead about your time as it relates to the bigger purpose and what it's time for. And that happens by having a written plan, AKA time blocks, which may at first glance seem to me be more Kronos than Kairos. But if you look beneath the surface, you will see it is actually quite the opposite when you do it my way. Setting aside blocks of time to focus on what is appropriate in that time allows you to be present to the bigger purpose behind it. And because these things that matter have a Kairos time in your Kronos calendar, they don't get crammed into random crevices or left by the wayside until it demands your time. During the CEO's Don't Wait Till January 1st workshop series, back on episode 195, I asked the question, if you had a brick and mortar business, Would you not decide on your business hours and post them on the door and online so others know when you're open and will be there to conduct business? Of course, because a cute boutique or a cozy coffee shop that doesn't have business hours certainly isn't going to do much business. But what about those of you who have a service or product-based business, especially one that you do virtually or from the comfort of your own home? Sure, you may not have people walking in your front door or stepping into your office, but you're not gonna conduct much business if you don't have clearly established work hours in which you show up to pour into your God-given business. If it's not scheduled, it most likely doesn't happen. Am I right? 
When you don't have a storefront to unlock or a time clock to punch, sure, it makes it easy to work when you want, but it also makes it easy to not work when you don't want. And then you wonder why you don't have the kind of fruitful growth that you desire. And the same is true of the other seven areas of your life. If you don't intentionally decide that your faith walk, your family and friendships, your finances, your wellness, your passions, and your dwelling matter, are building his kingdom, and have specified spots in your day and week, guess what? They're probably not going to happen, or at least not happen very often. And then you'll be left holding an empty life with little to no fruit and feel like you're running to catch up to piece it all together. I don't know about you, but that would make me feel like I'm chasing the clock, trying to stay ahead of the time that just keeps marching on, but keeps rolling over what I say matters. That, my friend, is not Kairos which is why the time blocking tool that I want to share with you today is different from all the other ones you've probably tried. The ones that feel overwhelming because you just see all those boxes and tasks tightly packed like rush hour traffic. And it stresses you out just thinking about trying to keep up with it all and not get run over. Am I right? My two plus three time blocking method gives you a 30,000 foot view of your time with a perspective tied to a bigger purpose, not to a bunch of boxes to check. It's about Kairos time living in our days and week. Doesn't that sound much better than just Kronos driving the minutes and the seconds? Let me give you a quick overview so you have an understanding of the five blocks, and then I'm going to give you access to the guide and worksheet and coaching video that will walk you through laying yours out for an ideal week flow. So my two plus three time blocking method is built on two refills plus three pour outs per day, seven days a week. But don't worry, it's intended to be a rhythm that guides you, not a regimen that drives you. And not every day, especially weekends, looks the same. You've probably heard me talk about the importance of having refills in your day because you can't pour from an empty cup. But you may be wondering where they fit and what they include. So quickly, refills are for just that, refilling you in body, mind, and spirit. It's a time connected to your with God life where you are reminded and energized by what he says about you and who he made you to be without your doing. It's the way you start and end your day to not only slow the pace of your mind and body and prevent burnout, but to slow the pace of your soul to truly connect with the Lord and the bigger purpose he has for you. Refills are about what refills you. They may include stretching, breathing, strengthening, moving, hydrating, eating, sipping, Reading, writing, praying, listening, they're where you are poured into and where you are not pouring out. Now, a lot of you may have good morning routines where you leave your phone behind till your quiet time and movement are done. But for many women, we are still going, or let's be honest, still scrolling up until the time we drop into bed. And then we wonder why we don't rest well. I could go on about the effect that has in preparing you for the next day, but I promised you just an overview. So be sure you're doing a refill at the end of your day as well, because your refills are what connect you to God, yourself, and the bigger purpose that he has for you. And then in between your two daily refills, yes, those ideally should be there seven days a week, although they may look different on weekends versus weekdays. In between those are your three pour outs. Your AM and PM pour out are where it's the appropriate time to pour into your family and our household, depending on the life stage you're in. What are the needs in your home to get the day going after you've taken time to refill you? This may include breakfast, prep for the day, pulling something up for dinner, resetting the main rooms, taking care of the dogs, 
enjoying a shared cup of coffee, or having conversation about what the day holds. If you are still trying to refill you or get started and sneak in some business, guaranteed you're going to get frustrated by all the interruptions and distractions. And your family will probably feel the same. And then later in the day, when the kids, hubby, and you are returning home from wherever your day took you, that is the PM pour out, where again, you're focused on pouring out to meet the needs of your household and family to end the day well. This may include pickups and drop-offs, homework and study sessions, snacks, dinner prep, questions about the day and what's been on your mind, cleaning up the kitchen, resetting for the next day. It may also include time just chillaxing, playing a game, reading a book, watching a show, and pouring into the relationships of those around you. And between those two is the day pour out, which is where your work primarily lies. Perhaps it's a time when the house is empty with hubby at work or in his home office, or the kids are at school if they're still under your roof. This is when you will focus on doing what will grow your business or what it is that you've been called to. This time can include emails and messages, social media posts and engagement with healthy limits, content creation like blogging or podcasting, networking, inviting, onboarding, serving. It will depend on what your business is, what stage you're in, and what your with God business goals are. But notice, this is not the time to do the random things that will just be distractions, like running errands, doing laundry, paying the bills, unless you mark off specific time for those. In fact, I do recommend plugging a power hour or half hour in once or twice a day to catch those miscellaneous tasks that can take away from your growth when you're in your work block. Notice, I didn't have you fill in the hours and minutes inside your time blocks. I just want you to mark off when those chunks of time are each day and what the bigger purpose of each is. So that way, you can be fully present to the Kairos, to the moment, to the Kairos within the Kronos. So you can ask yourself, what is it time for? Is it time to be refilled or time to pour out? And if it's to pour out, who or what am I to be pouring into at this time? Because when you know the purpose of the gift of each time block, you'll not try to cram all the things into the same space, nor feel like you're running to catch up. You'll be right where you're supposed to be doing what you're supposed to do with intention and purpose. Once you have those five blocks laid out for each day of your week in an ideal time template, then you can use that as your guide for doing your seven day planning before the week starts. So that way you go into it with intention about what the week holds and where your time and attention need to go. You see, it's about setting the appropriate time for the oranges first, your priorities, and then letting the Skittles, the random things, fill in what's left, or maybe even letting them fall to the ground. And that, my friend, is Kairos, embracing and receiving the gift of time and the gifts that God has put in this season of your life and being present to the purpose of the moment. While the world out there is chasing their Kronos clocks and calendars, we use our time blocks to gently guide our Kairos time and attention. That is a way less busy and way more fruitful way to live. Don't you agree? So now it's time for you to schedule your time blocks. The third step in our rise system to redeem the time in this new year. R was rethink your time. I was identify your priorities. S is schedule your time blocks. And next time E is execute your plans. And I promised you a tool to help you do this. So I plan to deliver on that and then wrap things up. You can get access to my two plus three time blocking guide with a worksheet and coaching video to lay out your five daily time blocks at redeemhertime.com forward slash block. 
In fact, I encourage you to pause right now, click the link in the show notes so I can send it to you, and then go check your inbox and set a time to go through it. And better yet, come post a picture of your ideal week time blocks inside the Redeem Her Time group for accountability and feedback. You can find us at redeemhertime.com forward slash community or click that link in the show notes. In fact, that's the community question for today. How will you know what it is time for within your day and week? Post a picture of your time blocks using the two plus three method on today's post and let your time blocks speak for what matters most in your life and business. And if you don't think you can fit it all in with all you have on your plate, I invite you to reach out with the link in the show notes to apply to work together or to book a busyness breakthrough call where we will get to the root of your busy Kronos calendar and the key to living by Kairos time, time that is fruitful for building his kingdom, even in the daily things that you do in your life and business. And most importantly, when you're feeling like you're constantly chasing the clock or the calendar because there's never enough time, take it to the one that gives you all the time you need and is beyond Kronos time because he is the creator of Kairos time and time that lasts for eternity. Let's pray. Dear Father, sometimes our minds are blown because all we can see is the finiteness of our time. And yet we know that you have existed before time began and you will exist into eternity. And so Lord, when we are struggling with our time, when we're chasing the clock, chasing the character, the calendar, letting Kronos be what drives us, will you just give us your peace and show us the present of the time, the Kairos that you want us to live in. Lord, the world around us wants us to stay fixated on our calendars and our clocks, but you want us to look at the moments, the opportunities, the bigger purpose that you have placed in front of us. And God, I pray that you'd show us that even in the midst of these busy lives that we live with so many things happening around us. May we slow not only the pace of our mind and our body, but also of our soul and really be present to the moment that you have given us and receive this Kairos time as a gift from you to steward well. Lord, thank you for promising to be with us because you know we struggle with this. And thank you for other women that we can do this alongside with as well. We can't wait to see what you're going to do as we trust you with our time this year. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, friend, I'll see you over inside the Redeem Her Time community where we'll talk more about this. Thanks for joining me for this episode, and until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart, because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So, what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile, and that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real-life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing, together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. 
Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.